Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Michael Goodfriend. As head of scripted fiction at Next Chapter Podcasts, I'm always looking for a good story. And I found one in an old friend of mine who I met when I was a kid in Wisconsin 35 years ago. I used to know him as Jerry. Now he's Lama Tupten Rinpoche. Every Friday morning, for 10 weeks in a row, I tried to learn how that happened. These are my mornings with Rinpoche. If you have a question or comment you'd like to share, my email address is michael at ncpodcasts.com. In the, uh, in the movie, Razor's Edge, and especially the one with Bill Murray, the Book of Wisdom and the Book of Knowledge... They open it, and the pages are blank. There's nothing there. <laughs> so, true knowledge and wisdom is to recognize the intrinsic emptiness of all. And the essence of the knowingness of inner wisdom and knowledge, you can't go and find it. How can you find what you never lost? you discover that what you're looking for was ever-present. And therefore, the moment we stop looking, we find. I remember, again, from Alabama, with, with the old preacher, somehow it sticks in your head, ask and you shall receive. Listen and you shall hear. Ask and be silent and you shall know. In order to find yourself, you must lose yourself. So this thing from my childhood. And there are times we probably find we are completely lost. Good. Be with that. And from that place of not knowing, then we can begin to know. But we fear the unknown. It's like the old, uh, maybe when you're a small child, you ask your parents, look under the, your, your children, look under the bed, the boogeyman, under the bed. Like Master Zink. <laughs> Make friends with your masters. So, or the door. Do you, do you close the door or do you leave the door open? Right. The door that's half open, that's the one we want to go through. Because when the door is closed, we don't venture. When the door is completely open, we don't have to wonder. But the mystery that door that's half open. You have to sort of, oh, anything there? No. Okay, go through. What does one discover? The continuity of being that is ever present, that what one may uh, attempt or thought they were going to discover, they recognize that there's no, nothing to discover. There's no discovering and there's no discoverer. Three parts into one. Empty, let go. But that the razor's edge, we say wu wei wei, from the Taoist, uh, from the Qigong or Tai Chi. To engage without effort to doing. Engaging what must be done, but not with effort. We always effort, effort, I must do here, I have to go here, and I have to be here. Do it, but maybe not always applying the pressure of the vice to be open. Okay, I have to pay the bills. Then be thankful you have the money to pay the bills. 
I have to, every time I come into the house, oh, it's warm. Wow, it's a blessing. There's many people walk into their house, no heat. You go into the kitchen, you turn the water, oh, there's hot water. Oh, you actually have water that you can drink. We can go on and on, and we know all of the things that are happening in various quarters. But then, how many individuals just take it for granted? We can get up in the middle of the night and take a hot shower, if you wish, and have a drink of water and various other things. There are many people who don't have that luxury, that's for sure. So I try to, where I'm pleasantly, how I'm present living is to go, I'm blessed. We have everything we need. And we have the ability, if we wish to create it, have everything we need. I was reading this one master. I was going to read this to you today. This is one of my famous books. But he talks about being content and that how we have arrived at a place undisciplined and quite spoiled. How are we spoiled and contaminated? He says through the eye, through the nose, through the ear, through the mouth, through the body, in our mind. How are we connect, contaminated through the eye by colors and form, line and shape and things? We see the eyes like a grappling hook. We see it, I want that. Well, I want that. Can I have that? And on and on. Or we hear music. Oh, I love this music. We get lost in the sound. So our ear is connected. We want to hear sweet sound. We want to hear pleasant comments coming to us. And then we smell, oops, I guess smell, I want to be. So we go constantly from, I love the smell, I don't like the smell. I like the taste, I don't like the taste. Oh, this is fine clothes, I'm comfortable. Oh, this is, you ever have, you get into the bed and you have crumbs and all of a sudden you got to get out and get the crumbs out because it's uncomfortable. Well, you sleep with the roaches, you sleep with the lice. <laughs> you sleep with the bugs. You get up and there's roaches crawling on you. <laughs> you can't be here, go sleep someplace else. <laughs> and then even maybe more insidious, our mind. Always thinking, I want this, I want that, I don't like this, I don't like that person, I don't want to be here. On and on and on, no wonder we're so exhausted. Right? So, again, this master, he says, the moment of contentment. So back to retreat. In retreat, after about three days, oh, you're content, meaning present in the continuity of being. And what is happening down in the village, not my concern. What I'm going to eat for the evening, you shall see. And what happened yesterday, it is gone. If I could only be present in the continuity of being, presentness, wakefulness. And believe me, I am a bug. I'm battling the prata of a fool who is attempting to sit on the heel and profess the gesture of wisdom, which I have none. Ah, this is funny. Thus the boat.
Last, yes. last time we talked, you said that you learned that if you didn't fear death, the gangs and the people that were coming after you when you were younger would have no power over you. The, the thing that you could then legitimately fear is that someone could capture your mind, but that if you did not fear death, if you did not fear what they did to your body, then they had no power. And it occurred to me that we can say very easily, I'm not afraid of death. And then death comes and we quake and tremble. So how do you not fear death truly? When one says, I have come to terms with death, for me, what my teacher says, even great masters, when death approaches, the, a sense of the recognition of the fear of entering into that unknown transition. That is what brings about a certain, I think, maybe gracefulness. One recognizes that, and again, contemplating last night, I am dying. <laughs> We're all dying at this very moment. <laughs> None of us are going toward at least a physical rebirth, perhaps a metaphysical rebirth. But to, to at least voice the thought, death. I was, I was saying about the four thoughts that turn the mind toward the Dharma. The preciousness of life or the preciousness of the human being, of our existence first. But then, impermanence and death all is impermanent in death, that one contemplates and invokes, I want to bring up my fear of death so I can look into the face of death, to go sit with the dead, to see a body being burnt, to see a body being twisted and mangled as you dress it to be burnt, buried, and then to see, soon I will be there. Be with that and be comfortable with your fear. Accept your fear of dying. Thus one accepts their dying. Then I would like to think I'm free to live every moment in my process of dying because I've confronted the fear. And at that moment, when the breath goes out, you will know it is not coming back. Rest your mind. So I think every day I'm practicing to die. And therefore every day I'm living. So don't think just because one sits on their seat with a smiley face and beads and some funny clothes on that they go through life. Oh, I have no fear of death. Wait till it comes. Then we shall see. So the strength of my practice, of our practice, of the blessings of our teachers will be revealed at that monumental moment of transition. This was just our conversation yesterday. If I die, and I hope, I hope, I want to die like this. I want to say to many students, please come, let's have tea. Okay, now I'm going to take a little nap. Oh, sit me up, please. I don't, 
no, I don't want to be in hospital. I don't want tubes here. Don't resuscitate. Leave me alone. Hopefully, hopefully my practice, which I had better stir up, that I can sit upon my seat and know the time of death and enter deeply into samadhi. Die. My teacher did this. My teacher's teachers did this. I was able to be with my teacher as he was in that transitional river. Tuktun, tuktun. With a consciousness still is with the body. And then at the appointed time, the consciousness departs. I hope I can die like that. With fear and joy and knowingness that one has laid the foundation for however their return may be. I think when His Holiness the Dalai Lama left the bet, the phrase, safe journey, safe return. I hope we all have a safe journey and a safe return. And the journey and the return is filled and motivated by loving kindness and compassion and joyousness and equanimity for each and every sentient being throughout the totality of the multiverse. So this is a wonderful question for all of us to contemplate. The moment of dying is monumental as the moment of birth. We cannot remember the birth as we proceed toward the death and we fear the space in between as we come to the end. So it's quite interesting, don't you think? But when you recognize that you are dying at this moment, then thus the passion must rise to live life because there's no guarantee. My teacher again sent me a little cartoon and with a wolf, with a sign in his mouth that says, live life. One does not know when it will come to an end. Being held by a wolf, <laughs> like little red riding hood. <laughs> so, I mean, and there's many things that we can say about death and dying and living, but contemplate your death. And Lama Kazi Rinpoche, he would say, it's not morbid, not, it's just a process. That which comes into being will pass away. And that which has passed away, that energy will come again in some other way. Contemplate that. Contemplate death so one can be free of the fear of dying, but engaging and facing the fear of dying. It's okay. Surely you must have contemplated yourself, your wife, your children, COVID, Omicron, Delta, but it can just happen. You're sitting in your car, another car hits you. You're sitting in your car and someone decides they want to shoot you or your car all of a sudden blows up or Earth, you know, so many, life is so fragile. So embrace it at every moment. Laugh is like as one 
having spent a lot of time in France, this one uh, person says, make a mess, live life, be angry and cry and, and love and enjoy and, and intermingle with others, everything that life has to order, offer, but with an awakened mind. This difference, engaging without knowingness is ignorance. Engaging with knowingness, I think, is living. Every moment, you go to the refrigerator and you have some cold water. Oh, so refreshing. Take time and eat a half a banana. Oh, so refreshing. You sit and down, oh, laying, oh, so nice, oh, so comfortable, just lay down in your bed. Oh, this moment, maybe I'll wake up, maybe I won't, I don't know. So this is how I would answer your, your, your question. It is not to fool ourselves. When death comes, we will all shake and tremble. But I've already, at least for me, is knowing that will be part of the process. Just be aware and prepare. Now is the time to lay the ground of preparation. Because when the event occurs, it's too late. It is said that when Yama comes to retrieve us, it'll be like we are caught on a barren plain in the middle of the most fierce lightning and thunder and rain. And we will run about here and there with no place to find to hide. And we will be snatched by the Lord of death into the land of the unknown. You tell this to the children. <laughs> We are children and we are in the midst of the unknown and we're struggling how to deal with these challenging times. Back to that word, the only retreat, the only sanctity, sanity, security lies within our heart. To come to peace and be at peace with ourselves. No peace with ourselves, no peace with others. Is that phrase up? No justice within, no justice without, no peace within, no peace without. If you cannot love yourself, how can you love the other? Loving the other and not loving yourself, eventually, contentment. Familiarity, Shakespeare, breeds contempt. You know this phrase. So therefore, be content and have love starting with yourself and let that radiate out and create that feel that alters the matter of the manifestation of what we call our reality. Anyway, I answer your question this way. So let's end our conversation for today with you asking me or us a question to think about till we see each other again. How would you like your life to unfold? Uh, I see the moment that you didn't even know you did. The thought penetrates and you blanked your eyes so suddenly. How would you like your life to unfold? Take a breath in, please. That unfoldment of the life 
of which you would like to lead begins now. And the last thing that came to me last night is I knew I was going to talk to you today. My story is really not important. And I is only a relativeness of a temporary existence. What's more important, Michael, is your story, your listener's story, and the story that they wish to tell based on their own creation of coming to understanding and recognizing and realizing What's important to you? And what life would you like to create? So just to say, uh, may you all be blessed. May you always have peace and harmony, and happiness, love, in your life. That was My Mornings with Rinpoche, with Lama Tumten Rinpoche and me, Michael Goodfriend. Our sound designer is Tay Blow with additional sound design and composition by John Gasper. Our engineer is Adam Bernard. If you have anything you'd like to share in the way of a question or comment for me or Rinpoche, my email address is michael at ncpodcasts.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L at N as in next, C as in chapter, podcasts with an S at the end, dot com. I'd love to hear from you. And if there's a way to incorporate your messages into upcoming episodes of the series, I'll make sure it happens. And I'll let you know. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell your friends. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. It really makes a difference, and it helps us know who's listening. Visit our website, ncpodcast.com, to learn more about all our shows. Next Chapter Podcasts.